Wow, what a casual conversation we were having, and this recording just started magically. Weird. It's almost know, like man. we planned it or something. Here's a question. Let's get into this right off the topic. Do you think planned obsolescence is a real thing mm. that companies manufacture into devices? Namely, it's been rumored for a long time that Apple products are designed with a planned obsolescence to enforce you to buy the new phone. Uh, huh. So that I now take that as two parts. There's a two-part question there. Let me address the second part first. The Apple stuff, I don't think, is planned obsolescence because I think planned obsolescence means there's a, 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 and essentially like an internal date inside of your device that is when that device is going to stop working. As much as I think what they do is they just brick your phone with updates. So if you're not on the new phone, the updates are causing it. So it's like, I, it's the same idea, but it's not technically that. It's weird. Um, but I do believe that's the case, but, um, hmm. I don't know if planned obsolescence is necessarily the thing. I would say there are definitely cases you can make, but I think it's more of a lack of giving a shit, like the amount of money and research that it would take to make things last forever, like a, a car or whatever, make it completely sustainable, I think it might be too much, and they just don't care. There are um, most companies about bottom line, getting something out quick and easy. And you know, if it does break, they're just going to make more money, so they have no interest in it. So I don't know if it's not necessarily like a nefarious, evil corporation thing as much as it is like they don't care. Why would they? This works. It's not broken. If it is broken, they'll just buy a new one. Who cares? What about, like, morally, though? Do you Mm. have a moral problem or issue with planned obsolescence? If that is an intentional thing and they are banking on it, then that would probably... I mean, that I think that's definitely unethical. That would definitely be unethical business. But I don't think there's necessarily enough various reason behind a lot of these i do think apple very much is nefarious i I do think their updates are designed to make your phones go slower run poorer uh have less like i i i kind of do buy into all of that maybe that's crazy conspiracy shit but i i do buy into (laughs) that it wouldn't take much or what's maybe more the case is they just stop supporting that shit they put all of their effort into the new phones. And so I don't even know if it's necessarily mustachio twirling villain. I don't know. That's I kind of agree. Crazy. <laughs> you have a similar thing with like a computer operating system. Like mm. how long should reasonably like how long should Microsoft support something like Windows XP? Like that is like almost what 15, 20 year old operating system at this point. Yep. There are much better options that work better. Why should they be forced to keep working on this dead and outdated system? I kind of get it also with the cell phone. Like, it's weird, too, because very rarely are we around devices that are designed and to run like 24 hours a day, 365 days a year and expected to run flawlessly and perfectly and like. 
we put a lot of trust and faith into a cell phone that also like, you know, here's my one complaint, like small things like, and I know iPhones forever have taken the option away. And it was just a recent option on my most recent Samsung phone purchase is the fact that I can no longer replace the battery myself. Uh, all of these have internal batteries that are like wired into the board. And eventually, as we all know, with lithium ion, it loses its impact over time. Like that charge just does not hold as long as it did when it was brand new. That's just a function of it. And mm -hmm. I liked back in the day with my Samsungs, I could easily just order a new battery off of eBay and it's like a brand new phone almost. I cannot do that now. Yeah. One of my biggest complaints with current cell phone technology is that they take away that yeah. uh, user consumer sort of safety bubble that I had that I none of us can have now. And we're just we all went along with it. We all accepted it. We're like, yeah, sure. Fuck it. We'll buy a new phone. And now. Yeah. Nobody has replaceable battery parts, so... Uh, same with controllers. Video game controllers have done away with it. The Xbox One is the only one that still takes battery packs. Like, it's all... You don't have to get rid of your controller. You just get a new battery pack. Or batteries, whatever. Yeah. PlayStation, new controller. If you got the Switch Pro controller, the, the Joy-Cons, new controllers. Like, that's just... Yeah. Yeah, that's planned obsolescence. I mean, they knew at one point those controllers were not going to charge as well. They're going to be shit for charge, and they were okay with that. But And that's not even including the fact that PlayStation never gave you the option to turn off that annoying-ass fucking light bar that's mm. a constant drain. Yeah, How the fuck can a Nintendo Switch Pro controller keep a charge for 80 hours, and my PlayStation 4 controller will die in six that's, if that. That's just bad design, man. Yeah, like usually it's like four hours. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's when it's it turned design, as man. low as you can go. Yep. Not the default, yep. which is like five notches higher. That's the first thing I do too with every controller is turn that. I have seen a lot of things I've thought about. You can like go in there and cut those wires. Because again, ugh, I've thought about it many times, but oh. at this point... PlayStation 5 is almost here. That's true. Plus, I mean... you're. You're then, you need that light for the, uh, well, do you? For the DualShock 4 tilt controls, do you need that light at all? I don't think so. I think they have a, it's, a gyro. It's all inside. the gyro. The, the light, the light you could use for like certain PlayStation Move games. Not, but again, nah, nah. I don't fucking have any of those. No, yeah, then cut that wire. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I've thought about it many times, but I just don't care. I will say, I, those lights are stupid and I wish you could turn them off, but. It is really brilliant that they change different colors for the players, and that way you can keep track of them. I love that. That is the one brilliant thing about those controllers That's and lights. Nice. And like some some companies did cool things with it. Like I know in uh, Destiny, whenever you had your supercharge, the bar would glow, glow yellow, which mm. was the same as your super bar. Oh yeah. But again, like if you're looking at your TV to see the reflection of the yellow, you're already also seeing that it's fucking charged on the goddamn. HUD so I they they ah. did that in smite and I will say it's actually kind of helpful because I kind of play with my controller up anyway and sometimes yeah. I'm not paying attention to like my health bar which is at the fucking bottom of the screen I'm focusing on the combat in the middle and I can kind of see like my my life bar change from red to yellow to green depending where it's at so like that that little light cue like in my peripheral that's helped me a few times so I I won't poo poo on it too hard I do think it's something that could be pushed more, and I don't know. Could be a pretty fun gimmick. 
if used well, but yeah, so few have used it yeah. well. I agree. And same with the, the, the touchpad. Uh, yeah. I'm just now playing the first game that has sort of designed a usage for it in a long time, and that's um, I'm playing Ghost of Tsushima. I I'm sure I said that poorly. Did not know it used uh, the touchpad. It does so on the on the touchpad, you swipe right to sheathe your sword every time. So that's that's that movement. So you swipe, and I know there's other touch sensitive things implemented in the game. I just haven't got there yet hmm. with them. But it, I mean, it feels natural enough. It's not cumbersome, and it frees up D pad and other things for other things. So again, when it used well, it's fine. I remember on, again bringing back Destiny though. Uh, you couldn't do anything with the actual touchpad, but if you pressed it in, that would bring up your map, which mm. again, like, what the fuck are we doing here? Yeah. You just got a giant extra button in the middle of the controller. I know a lot it's of games use it as annoying. like a way to control your mouse cursor when you're in menus, like if you rub your finger on it. And I've never found that intuitive or, or no, worth never. learning. So I've always skipped any of those options. Yeah, you can also use it to type, but again, it's yeah. like, just, Honestly, it doesn't work. It doesn't feel right. This one, where you're aiming your, is can much work, more yeah. intuitive. I actually do that quite a bit, where you just lean your controller and aim it where you want to do it. I, I can type pretty quickly. That one picked up quick. Touchpad never did, though. Yeah, fuck that touchpad yeah. shit. Yeah. It's not useful. Buddy, you want to talk about something that happened to us this weekend? Mm, that's a very private matter, don't you think? <laughs> Maybe, to a degree. Yeah, but the <laughs> things we can tell the public is that we reunited, buddy. Mm, we saw each we other did. in the flesh for the first time in like, what is it, five months? Mm-hmm. Probably something like that. Uh, since, yeah, five, since February, since February, February, March. Yeah. 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 Five months good, exactly. Man. You and I met up with a, a couple other podcast dorks, of course. We met up with our our great buddies and sister show, Nerdy Thursday, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sean and Mitch. Uh, Mitchell hosted a biannual event he calls the Yard Game Olympics and invited us up to Massachusetts to partake. And we also ran into our good buddies, the Cape Podcasters, Dave and Brian, were also there. Mm-hmm. As well as Stephen Michael, who runs the Retro Gaming Monthly Facebook group. It was a nice little reunion for all of us, especially since we didn't get to go to Louisville this year. Mm-hmm. Because of me moving and other life complications that happened. But it was fucking great, man. Yeah. Yeah, I I completely agree. It was, uh, it's always a pleasant time uh, catching up with those lovely dudes. Uh, but we also got to meet a few new dudes this week, too. Uh, we met... Not Nick. I want to keep Not saying Nick. it's Nick. Uh-huh. Uh, f- name's Co- Cody. Cody. There you go. Cody and Drew. Uh-huh. I remember Drew very easily. Uh, Drew is a character. I love him. Uh, yeah, I, Drew is fun. I he also... Cody's really great, too. I don't know why I... Co- I didn't remember his name because I'd been heavily drinking when I int- was introduced to him. And then... Instead of asking anybody like a normal person, I just was like, that looks like a Nick. And then for some reason, that's what I've done that so stuck. many times, though. Yeah, have yeah. you? Okay, I'm not the only one who does oh, that. Oh, many times. No. What sucks, at my company I work at now, uh, 
growing up, I only knew one person with this name. At my company now, there are three people who work in the same department with the same name, and I've had to talk to all of them. But you go to talk to one, and then he's like, oh, no, actually, you need this one. <laughs> so you go talk to that one. He's like, no, 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 not me. You need this one. And then you finally talk to that guy. And, of course, he's like, no, you need you need this other one, who's the first guy you talk to anyways. Happened to me twice. Wow. So far. Lovely fellows, though. That is like a who's on first situation. Yeah. Very similar. Uh, the name, by the way, is Marcus. I, I don't know why I'm hiding that. I, I thought I, I, I was not going to push because I thought maybe, you know, something happened. Like you saw something you yeah. shouldn't have. Marcus. Actually, one of them is Marquez with a Q. Oh, interesting. But everybody also just calls him Marcus. Marcus. Because I live in the South and subtlety is not a thing here. Yeah, I would say Marcus is a name I'm not heard often. Mark. Yeah. I went to school with one Marcus my entire life. No, in fact, I had like a dumb Marcus in my school, but not a Marcus. I could believe that. Hmm. Uh, buddy, how do we do in the yard games? Hmm. Straight middle of the pack, I think. I feel so too. So I should emphasize, or I guess clarify. Uh, this was a random draw, two-person team, and through the lens of fate, you <laughs> and I got drawn to be teammates together. It was it was so perfect because, number one, I was so excited about this weekend just to see you mm-hmm. because I missed you so badly anyways, and then to have the added bonus of you and me being teammates and just get to hang out all day Saturday. Oh, mm-hmm. it was the fucking best day of my life. I don't even care. That we did middle of the road. I had a fucking blast. Oh, yeah. You and I were making fun <laughs> of people, calling out all kinds of uh, of psych-outs. We went basketball mode real hard, real early. Like, at we 10 did. o'clock in the morning, we're already making fun of people that we're playing against. Yeah. I definitely that's, petered that's out. Around 4 o'clock, there were no more jokes coming out of my mouth. I was about dead. <laughs> that was the misery points. Uh, it was a long... Long goddamn day. You and I were pretty much outside from sun up to sundown that day. Yeah, that's fair. I got I got a much worse sunburn out of it than you did. You did. I luckily went to the lake the week before, so I had that pre-base going. Just to get a base. I just got base. I got a base. I, yeah. I didn't get burned See, too bad. You worked out very well. Uh, I was wearing the shortest of short shorts <laughs> and a tank top. And uh, it did bite me in the ass. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was very burned the next day. It was a very uncomfortable plane ride all the way home. Oh, but no. I got there, and I'm, I'm, I'm recovered pretty much 100% now. I'm, I'm at the peeling stage, so it doesn't hurt anymore. It just feels weird. Understandable. So, yeah. Uh, let's talk, what games did we play? Uh, well, there were several. Uh, we'll start with the easy ones. Cornhole Four. was there. Yep. Uh, also, yeah, I think that might be the most normal one. It's Cornhole. Then... That was the one I was most familiar with. Yeah. Then could be maybe Polish... Polish, uh... There's, there's Polish cornhole? discrepancies. There's... There's Polish golf, I think, is what they call it there. This was the most fascinating thing to me was all the games that are called different things depending on the region. This is true. I have always known this game as American Pole Frisbee, or Uh. APF for short. Same game. Basically, you have 
two PVC poles about 20 to 40 feet apart. And there's two glass beer bottles on top of those poles. Two-man teams stand on opposite ends and throw a frisbee at the pole slash bottle, trying to score points by knocking it off. And the other team is trying to negate these points by catching the frisbee in the bottle each time. It's a lot of fun. But again, know my many different names. I think yeah. we were talking cornhole is also known as different names. Um, I didn't hear this conversation. I, I didn't either. Everybody I've ever known in this area uh, has always called it cornhole. I yeah. grew up in the fucking corn state of Indiana. Of It's always going to be cornhole. It was where, cornhole in the south, too. It was cornhole in NC. Yeah. I also like the cornhole is a uh, phrase for a butthole. <laughs> oh, yeah. Another another phrase for a butthole, uh, you could say, is a sewer hole. Oh, man. This game. Which is another game that we pay, played this weekend, which by far uh, was the worst game, I think, yep. everybody's opinion, and should maybe be phased out for next Yard Olympics. Uh, I'm just saying it. I said this to Mitch, and Mitch, because of the tradition, I don't think it's going to go anywhere. No. It's yeah. a shame. Because Mitch, Sean, and Gus... All love it. Maybe is Brian in on that love too? Brian is surely probably, in on that. A lot of them grew up with it. Yeah. So that's a tradition. But this game is uh you stand on a platform and then you throw washers at another platform that have three holes in sequential order, and you get points one, three, and five, uh going out the further hole you go in. But the holes are just barely larger than the washers. So you kind of have yeah. to find like that perfect sweet spot to throw it. But then it's, it's one of those, uh, drinking games where once you get to 21, you have to get 21 exactly. You can't go over. Otherwise you start losing points. So what happens is yeah. you real quick get to 21 and then you spend another hour and a half trying to get perfectly at 21 if you're not good. Uh, Sean yeah. definitely played this and won in like two turns. I think his th- their team won. It can be done I, if you're skilled. Yeah, but for an unskilled person like us uh, and many of the people we played with, yeah, uh, that game quickly got tiresome. Yeah, I think even I know you and I at least twice, and I think people started adopting it after you and I were pioneers. Uh, eventually, said, "Hey, you know what?" Next one to hit a shot wins because I'm fucking tired of standing here throwing these goddamn washers. Yep. So, happened to us a couple times. I think we were 50-50. I think we won one of those and we lost one of those. But either way, we didn't have to play that fucking game anymore. We were still the winner because we got out of there in that's under right. two hours. <laughs> because that is that is um, a game that can last for a long, long time. Not only that one, there was another game that could last a long uh. time. But you and I f- both found it a bit more enjoyable at times. Yeah. Uh, and this was... So here's another regional difference. Yep. Uh, in Massachusetts, this game is called Coob. But you and I both knew this game as Viking Chess. Mm-hmm. Um, it's yep. very... To describe, it sounds super fucking complicated. But to see it played, it's actually pretty fucking simple. Mm-hmm. Um. I think this might have been my favorite game of the weekend after everything said and done and I came away from it. I really enjoyed uh, most of the games of Coob I played. This is, is 100% a, my favorite game. Mm-hmm. There's a lot more like strategy and planning involved in a Coob game, whereas the rest of them are generally just 
kind of throwing and hoping for the best. Mm -hmm. With Kube, you're actually sort of planning things out on what you want to happen. And I, I really find myself digging into that. And you and I were sort of establishing like where our strengths were and playing to those. It, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, this is one I didn't care how long the game went. It always felt yeah. more engaging than, than as you said, yeah, every other game outside of, I don't know. I, I think maybe the Polish cornhole slash bottle bash slash APF has a little bit oh, yeah, more, more to it as well. I think that one also has some strategy where you can line up like who's going to catch and do whatever. So that one was pretty yeah. engaging too, but that's a quick game. Every other game is just skill, skill throwing, and that's it. And if you're not good at it, that's a long hour and a half for some of those games to just be skill throwing and hoping to get it. Yep. And uh, you also mentioned drinking games earlier. I should distinguish, like, the point of every one of these games is that we also had to hold a drink in our non-playing hand the entire time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it didn't have to necessarily be a beer, but you did have to hold a beverage in your hands. Mm-hmm. So there was this sort of camaraderie, and they're, they're very basic games. Oh, yeah. But, as we both established, they could be drawn out a long fucking time. Mm-hmm. That's true. But nonetheless, uh, I had a fucking blast. The scenery was some of the most beautiful stuff I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. I kept I kept chastising Mitchell because in his backyard, he has a view of two of the fucking most glorious mountain ranges I've ever looked at. And I'm like, dude, you can just fucking walk out here and drink <laughs> coffee and look at this if you want. And it's always hilarious because it's one of those like overexposure things. Like to Mitch, it's nothing. He's like, ah, yeah, who fucking cares? But to me, I was like, dude, yeah. I would be out here every fucking day looking at this. There's no way I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Just beautiful Beautiful country, and on the way back to the airport, he uh, he gave us a different route to go, and that was just beautiful as well. Scenic. Uh, the one bad thing about Massachusetts, we discovered, they have zero fucking cell phone signal. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I it's was terrible. wondering where you're going with that one. Yeah, the uh, it cuts out quite a bit. And I thought Indiana was and, bad in certain areas, but Massachusetts yeah. uh, takes the cake. Yeah, and we, we unfortunately discovered that by trying to uh, do some Twitch streams, which have in the past been very popular. We tried a couple of carpool karaoke's, and they never took. And then uh, some preliminary testing. Just there's no there's no reliable signal to host a day long yeah. stream like I had planned to do. Unfortunately, so mm-hmm. that didn't happen. But when we got back. The streaming game came back hard, didn't it, buddy? It did. Yeah, we've definitely uh, we got right back into our Twitch routine. Uh, me with Champer Chump, and you right back at it with uh, TRL. Yep, and both came back strong out of the gate. We want to just reemphasize, you guys, you should really come fucking hang out with us on Twitch. Um, we are trying to submit things even more. I think we're actually going to have some set days going forward on when you can reliably catch these shows. To sort of hopefully just make it easier for everybody to come hang out with us. Um, that's, at the end of the day, that's our, our base plan. We just like hanging out with you guys and having fun. Mm-hmm. And so we, we just want to make that easier. So I would expect that in the in the near future if you follow us. Uh, be prepared for some more reliability on these streams. You're going to have set dates. Oh, yeah. Uh, we've not, we're not submitting them yet, but we are talking about them and you will know. But that said, if you want to fucking play with us, 
I know Ryan is still always submissions are open if you want to be a guest on Champer Chump. Yep. There's a little up, bit man. of a wait. So a few weeks out, uh, you'd be put yeah. in a queue. And then who knows whenever the champ tournament starts, that m- might also take up some time. But absolutely sure. looking for any contestants who want to join in, uh, who feel like they can dominate in some dumb pop culture questions. Uh, and also, if you have any ideas for rounds or questions or categories for, you know, the trivia, I am all ears. I love to hear that stuff, too. Full agree. Uh, I think my favorite thing about this last week's episode was how absolutely lost Michelle looked at every point. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Trivia is just, it's not her forte, man. You should have had, I don't know, like, maybe some questions about Westies. I feel she's probably pretty versed in that. Well, we're a pop culture game show, so it'd have to be all... yeah. I know. Westie pop culture. I don't know That's any Westies saying. in pop culture. I, maybe there's a I list. Either. Maybe I did not do my due diligence. I should have looked this up. I apologize. <clears throat> but I tried so hard to make the most accessible game I could. Maybe up <laughs> until the end. I I really thought that the musicians turned actors was going to be like real easy. But it turns out if most of them are rotten and not good, Laura Nobody does sees them. Ex- and Laura was that person. She's like, I thought I knew everything, but I think I have like a gap in my bad movie knowledge. And I'm like, yeah, yep. I think this is pointed out. Yeah, I, I think that might be it. Because it was maybe the first time I've ever had where somebody couldn't come up with names for movies. I was like, oh, no. Oh, not no. Not only someone like at one point. Both Michelle and Laura like couldn't mention anybody. Two and it people was, out. was shocking it to me. Queen Latifah, right? Queen Latifah and Snoop Dogg. Oh yeah, yeah, and that's fair. That's fair because as I like, I think on Queen Latifah, it's like I can't think of really. I can think of Girls Trip, which is very recent, but actually, I don't even know if she was in it. I, she was in Girls Trip. Was she okay? I didn't. Almost, I wasn't sure. Almost positive. But like, other than that, really, it's all yeah. usually bad movies, like Bringing Down the House, Last Holiday, uh, Barbershop Taxi. 2, Taxi, exactly. Like, the, all I can think of are bad movies, and that's that way with almost all of them, so that was a learning point for me. Uh, I gotta be careful with that going forward. <laughs> like I said, we're, we're learning constantly, everybody. You're learning along with us what makes the shows better. You guys watching... And telling us what you like and don't like mm-hmm. also helps improve. So that's why, you know, we talk about it here. We want engagement. We are we are really trying to up our levels of engagement, our levels of interaction, and just the content oh, yeah. that we put out. We are trying to put out more and more constantly. Like, And we're, we're flirting with things. Ryan and I have both done a couple of oddball little uh, Patreon shows. Um uh, King of the Hill still going strong, mm-hmm. but uh, we we're we're moving focus on on what is getting reactions. So if you guys come along and keep reacting, it will keep improving. So come hang out is what I'm trying to get at. Or tell us how to make you react, and we can incorporate yeah. it in. Yeah. What do you guys want to see? That too. We're flexible. Uh, we'll try anything once. That's true. <laughs> It's true. That's the motto of experience grind. It really is, because it's all about experiences here. It, 
oddly it's is kind of, it, the first thing it's kind of yeah. perfect it's beautiful i mean that's, that's it I, that's the ending of this this whole show we've <laughs> we made the one perfect moment we're out turn the lights off walk for. out the door podcast is over don't let the door hit you in that beautiful booty <laughs> as you go out all right we're back uh, in that's podcast can't end on that <laughs> true that, that's twitch stuff we've we've Plug the Twitch. Come hang out with us. Uh-huh. Twitch.tv slash experience grind. Um, <laughs> fuck, what else was I going to talk? I had I it right on the tip. We're going to talk about a month that's very special to us that's coming that's up. That's exactly what it was. I think it is. I, right see, today. I know myself. I wrote that shit down. <laughs> You're smart. Way smarter than me. Because <laughs> I couldn't think either. Uh, I, only, I only have the pen to write down the time of when and if we take a bathroom break. <laughs> uh, so I know what sections to edit out. Uh, but yeah, so today is July 30th. By the time people are listening to this, it should hopefully be July 31st. But I know most of our listeners, you listen not on Fridays. Usually it's the next week. That's fine. Either way, it's currently or going to soon be August. And after August is maybe the most favorite month in all of Experience Grind. November. Oh, shit. <laughs> did I miscount? Uh, you did. Uh, by two months? No, it's not November, buddy. <laughs> it's a little month that you and I like to call Stoner Movie September. Yes, everybody, it is coming down the mountain. <laughs> it's coming. It's going to be here. If you don't know what Stoner Movie September is, it's pretty fucking easy to figure out by the name, but I'll go ahead and explain it to you. It's an entire month where you and I review classic stoner movies or newer stoner movies. It doesn't matter. The only caveat is that it has to be in some way a stoner movie. Mm-hmm. Um, we've done, I think this is going to be our fourth year of stoner movie September, which is pretty wild. Is that right? It might be our I'm, fifth. It might be fifth, but I'm pretty positive it's fourth. It's okay. It is at least our fourth year for sure. Yes, absolutely. Which is um, insane. And it's insane looking forward how many more movies there are to talk about, because I really thought this was going to run out in a few years. No, there's so (laughs) many stoner movies from like, dude, think about from like this, technically like the 50s with like Reefer Madness. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Yeah, you're not wrong. a lot of fucking time. Yeah. So I think, I feel confident as long as we have a show, we'll have a stoner movie September to celebrate. Yeah. Which is also, I kind of feel why it's maybe the most popular and favorite month. Although I'm, there's tons of, of Asian stuff that we can run with for Masia. But people that appreciate stoner movies, at least in our circles, seem to far outweigh our weebish yeah. uh, Asian culture fans. This is true. Um, so basically what stoner movie September is, as I said, is that the way that you and I kind of run it, though, is that since there are Four technically weeks, usually within September, you and I will both pick a movie ourselves, which counts for two. And then we, we just put it out to the audience. You guys, our listeners, you guys submit it. Well, we'll usually make a Facebook post, uh, submit your, what you want us to talk about as a stoner movie. And if somebody has already submitted the one that you want, you know, you just, you like that post or whatever on it, and that gives it another vote. 
And then we usually always take the two highest submissions. And also, as has been tradition, if it is your submission, we generally like to invite you on to talk about that Stoner movie with us, too. So generally, Stoner Movie September is two of us and then two episodes with two guests of the movies they've submitted. And I tell you, they're a lot of fucking fun, man. We have covered quite a few. What do you think has been your favorite Stoner Movie September so far? <clears throat> or, I'm sorry, your favorite Stoner Movie that we've discussed. Lebowski counted as a Stoner Movie, so that's my favorite. Yep. Lebowski... Lebowski is a very, very, very good one. Uh, yeah. I mean, I feel <sighs> I like think... that's the easy answer. So if you want yeah. a different one, because Lebowski is the very easy Lebowski, one. But I'll say the one that shockingly changed my opinion and turned me around. I'm going to say Pineapple Express. Oh. I fucking loved it the last time. And I was very on the record of not enjoying that movie at all the first time I saw it. And I'd only seen it the one time. Nice. But uh, on second viewing... I thoroughly enjoyed Pineapple Express. It's some good stuff. I think my favorite bit is maybe when James Franco has his leg stuck through the windshield and then there's also the red slushy that they confuse for blood. It's just some monumental, fantastic filmmaking. It's really I good. I laugh my ass off. Yeah. It's such a fun movie. Uh, man, I... Uh, all right, so taking that one out, I... Jesus. Sorry, not just go to movies. I will say I really enjoyed the homegrown episode, not the movie. Okay, yeah, because we had we had our good buddy Phil yes. for that one too, and I really enjoyed just ripping the fuck into that movie. It was <laughs> such an enjoyable time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the movie was straight horseshit, but like if that is like my my stoner movie September episode that that I think I was maybe most pleasing because i just got to be mean and just let it all yeah. out <laughs> i fucking well, I mean, hated homegrown and everybody did so it was like a safe space to yeah. hate i was gonna say in your defense you also railed incessantly against dude where's my car yep but that wasn't so universally accepted that was not fun <laughs> no <laughs> that one was not fun uh, I also, I really enjoy that at this point, Dude Where's My Car has become its own mini meme within our experienced grand community. Ah, mm-hmm. that, that gives me joy in That's the words true. of that chick that had a Netflix show. This brings me joy. Oh, Just Maria Kondo? Brought up. <laughs> yeah, her, her. <laughs> I watched an episode uh, of that and I was like, that's brilliant. I'm too lazy to do any of this. <laughs> I'm not going to roll my shirts. Fuck that. That's a lot of work. <laughs> Number one, I do roll shirts, but at the same time, I didn't even watch a Marie Kondo episode. I saw somebody else talk about it, and I was like, yeah, that's too much work for me. I'm never doing that. Yep. <laughs> that's the laziness you get here at Experience Grand, people. You can rely on that. Mm-hmm. Set your watch and warrant on it. It's dependable. Uh, but yeah, we we had a good buddy Phil on. If if you're from the Tadpog, Tadpog universe, he's also known as Sandwich Pope Phil. Uh, for reasons of the fact that he loves sandwiches. But Phil was he was a lot of fun to have on that. I hope he submits one this year and it, it gets Ooh, ranked yeah. up. And we can have him back on. That'd be a blast. He's just got to do, do better than homegrown. That's that's the yeah. bar. <laughs> do you have an idea of what you are going to submit? Don't tell me. Yeah, I've got two. You have your choice? I've got two. Okay. So in case one is picked, year. because I think you might pick yeah. one as well. So I've got a backup. Okay. okay. 
I've got two on the docket, and then, so yeah, I'm also ready to go for whatever happens. I also have a third Ooh. that's like a dark horse pull-in in case, like, both of my choices somehow get selected. So, I'm ready to go. Oh, actually, never mind. I got my number one, and nobody's going to pick it. <laughs> okay. Well, hell yeah. Is it Evil Bong starring Tommy Chong? Uh, no, I'm sorry. It is the sequel starring Gary Busey. I don't know if he's in any of them, but I believe he would be. At some point, we are absolutely <laughs> going to watch a majority of the Evil Bong movies. It's it's, it's what's going to be left. Stoner yeah. movie September number 20. The rest of the Evil Bongs. Kill us, please. <laughs> End it. We're, we both have like these gray, scraggly beards. We're super malnourished because we've watched 14 Evil Bong movies. Oh, man. That is We're in seriously a bunker with like IVs. At least We've two years. Little, at least two years of evil thing? bong movies. Oh, the yeah. Clockwork oh, Orange. Yeah. Yes, that's what <laughs> I was trying to say. The Clockwork Orange eyeball opener thing to watch oh. evil bong movies. I think yeah, I'm gonna need that. I'm I'm just gonna go ahead and go say on, I'm gonna need that. I might be able to get through the first one, man. I don't, there what are there's like nine, right? Yeah, I knew there was at least eight because I, I, when I heard how yeah. many, I'm like, oh fuck, that's two years of movies at least. Yeah, and that really made me just sad to my core. Listeners, if you want to help us cut some of the legs off, maybe nominate an evil bong or two. So fucking nominate them out of order. That's that what I was gonna say. We're better. gonna get like evil like, bong seven. Watch evil bong seven, sure. please. Let's fucking do it though. <laughs> I don't care. I think that would make it even more. That will maybe make it enjoyable because we'll have no fucking clue what's happening. You know, it might. It might. Uh, what the fuck else do we have on topic, buddy? Uh, you wrote some down. I did. Well, um, oh, I remembered one, but go ahead. I think it's, is it about driving? Yeah. 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 That's the only that's other one thing. I have written down. I should have plugged this when I was talking about uh, my twitch.tv slash experience grand TV show I host uh, called TRL, which I've mentioned already before, but you should check it out on twitch.tv slash experience grind. Uh, so I watch a lot of YouTube. The show I host revolves around YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. What I've stumbled into lately is a lot of car YouTube, and it's having a bad effect on me. I know nothing about cars at all. I can replace a battery. I can fill it up with gas. I can replace some of the fluids. That's the extent of my car knowledge. I can replace I can replace bulbs too. Let me turn signals. I got you. <laughs> I got that, you. I know jack fucking shit. Okay. And for two days, I've been looking on Craigslist at cheap manual transmission cars that I could buy and maybe have the thought of also fixing up for no reason. Other than the fact that I watch a whole fucking bunch of people do it on YouTube that make it look so easy. But it also ties in, I've always wanted to learn to drive a manual stick shift car. I think I mentioned it a couple times on the episodes. It's sort of like the final checklist I have on my manliness scale that I established for myself. Um, I would just immediately pause and asterisk that and say, not necessarily manliness, I think driving a stick is useful, like learning how to swim, because there might be an emergency where you need to know how to do it. Everybody should know how to do it. That's me and my soapbox. Everybody should know how to. So I support this. Whatever you spend on this car. I fully agree with you. I fully support this. 
I do. I I have looked. I want to just get a really cheap manual just so I don't care what the fuck happens yeah. to it. But yeah. for me, the reason I, I classify it as like a manliness sort of thing. The fixing also, up, like, that is 100%. That too. But like living in America, where like 96% of all vehicles yeah. are automatic transmission. Like majority of like all of the manly men of my life, like my dad, uh-huh. my grandfather, other people's dads. Your boy. These dudes... You of course too, like and <laughs> the epitome wife, of manliness. Hartman, Michelle Hartman's wife, like the all these people that like they know how to drive a stick shift car. I don't, but like I, I think a big part of it was like growing up seeing my dad do it a lot. Like that that's instilled. It's this sort of manliness. I got that. Check yeah, yeah. That I've I've put inside myself. I I have achieved a majority of them. Uh, I I'll, I've listed them before, but I'll list them again. I, I, I learned to take whiskey neat and straight. I don't mix whiskey. Like, I can drink it without uh, Coke or a chaser, things like that. I feel that's a manly scale. Do you use an ice cube? Uh, or you just no, straight? I, that's yeah. what neat means. I see. Yeah, I have no idea the terminology. Yeah. I'm, I'm a that's, dummy. That's on the rocks. When you say on the rocks, that means you want it with ice. Ah. Uh. But I, I generally take it neat. Okay. You can as well. But again, I that's also there to sort of dilute it. Mm-hmm. And as a manliness, I should be able to take whiskey liquor you know oh yeah because people have been doing it for thousands of years especially big tough strong guys i'm sure i'm sexually biasing a lot of this but that's me (laughs) that's fine i'm not saying that women can't also drink whiskey straight and be badasses for doing that i am not implying that at all i'm not even saying anything i don't think you've done anything but i do see you like just dancing through this fucking minefield right now i'm just like go ahead kyle keep going (laughs) Yeah, I think I'm handling it very well. I do, I'm too. establishing the Here's rules. Here's the thing. I've established on myself. I don't know what handling it well is anymore, so I just don't <laughs> even know. <laughs> it is current year yeah. in the midst of I the don't pandemic. Know. I fucking agree with you there. <laughs> but yeah, whiskey's one of them. I also learned uh, I, t- I drink coffee black now. Mm. I don't put milk and sugar in it. Uh, yeah. And I actually prefer it that way after growing accustomed to it one of the oh yeah i remember as a younger kid when you first drink beer you don't like the bitter taste of it yeah i I can just drink beer now but that's that's a small easy one that's what i was gonna say everything's Uh, just a matter of like how much you do it and then you become used to it and becomes part of like your routine and you get accustomed to it that's that's what it is Uh, another one that i wanted to be very involved in i wanted to learn to fight and then actually be in a fight. And so for a long time, I took uh, boxing and MMA boxing Fuck. lessons. Uh, and then I also, I, I participated in a lot of uh, open sparring in uh. those classes and, and environments. And so I, I did fight against people. And I mean, it Are you going like to count that? Knockdown f- I, I do because I took hits. They were hard hits. They were not. I mean, it wasn't. It was designed with the purpose of, of being in a fight. I'm not being friendly with this person. Even I fought Casey, I fought Andy, and we we went pretty hardcore out. Like, it was an actual fight I would classify it as. So... I... And I... I, mm, I would maybe asterisk I, that. I, I think I, you need I, to be in I a fist fight you, to push it over that line. But I will say... I, as somebody point, who will never be point, in a fight, by the way, this is coming I, from... Taking that stuff and, and participating in that, it does give me the confidence to f- to feel comfortable if I were to get in a fight like right now. If you needed I to could step up. myself yeah. and, and know what to do to defend myself and to attack an opponent. Like, 
I feel very confident in that now. And I feel that's, again, that's just a check in the manly meter. I can protect myself and protect those I care about. So, and this is, this is my own personal list. It doesn't have to be your list. This is true. This Um, is true. I'm just making for a good heel on this podcast over here. Yeah. <laughs> Again, so another one that I feel I'm not gonna fight anybody that. in a spar. Uh, Brooks uh, throwing me around pushed my limits. Uh, I've already, it, in my opinion, I've already been in a fight when Brooks slapped my chest, <laughs> yeah, and I lost. You did I take, lost poorly, <laughs> and you're you're aware of it. <laughs> but so yeah, that's that's sort of one. And then I think manual driving a manual car. Oh, uh, also I took up cigar smoking. I can smoke a cigar comfortably. Another just yeah, slight on the manhood scale. But I feel kind of like the last barrier I need to get over is drive a stick shift car. Interesting. That's very interesting. To six next month, I'm going to get myself to the age of 40 Ooh. to hopefully get it done. Uh, so, to learn a manual, years. you've got it. Yeah, if you, I think so too. If you get this but, car anytime soon, you'll learn quickly. It's not as hard as everybody makes it out to be. You just you have to be patient for like the first month or two. Like it's mm-hmm. not going to come easy. It's not going to come natural, but like you'll learn it. You'll slowly learn it. And uh you just can't be freaked out by it. Honestly, yeah. it, I I learned on a manual um and I think most of that pressure of like doing things right and everything came from like I didn't know how to drive a car and it's the first time like I'm out in, in in traffic and like people are judging me potentially because I'm a student driver out there like in a manual. Now that you know how to drive, you know all of the rules of traffic, like you know how to be out there. Like I don't think like you can get that out of your headspace. I don't think it's going to be nearly as hard. I, I think you can do this. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate the, the confidence boost. I feel fucking great. You now. got it, man. What's, what's crazy to me, like I said, I think like 96% that, that stat might be a little inflated. It might be closer to like 86, but I know like it's something super high yeah. in America is all automatic cars. Whereas in Europe, it is nearly the complete 180 opposite. Uh, I think Europeans are like, they might be the 96. That's like manual, Whoa. like 96% of all vehicles in Europe are manual. And the reason that I, I researched that that is, is because in Europe, on your driver's test, if you pass your test on a manual transmission, you're automatically approved to drive manual and automatic. Whereas if you take the test in an automatic, you are not approved to drive a manual vehicle. Your license is different. Ooh. So I believe that majority of people take and they instill the manual because it, they can drive both vehicles that way, which I totally get. I, I agree with. I would do it that way, too. I think that's the way to do Even it. If, I think that's how we should do it. We should definitely have licenses for manual and automatic. That's brilliant. But you're talking a dangerous game when you talk about America adopting something oh, from Europe. Yeah, we can't do that. <laughs> it's, we it's can't do that. It's never going to happen, bro. No. No. Never, ever. No, this melting pot so. will not accept any outside <laughs> influence. God damn it. How, how dare you people? <laughs> yeah. That's, <laughs> so yeah that's, that's my manliness meter. That's my manliness meter on the... On the talk. Do we have any other subjects? I don't know. I will say this, though. Your talk of a manliness meter just does not exist to me. None of that, like, phases me. I don't have any such list. I 
I honestly could give a shit what somebody thinks of me. (laughs) And, uh, or, or even myself. I just, I I guess, um, because I'm not saying this is coming from you being like wanting to appear manly to people or like being judged from people. But like, I don't even have that in myself to push. Like, there's no drive. It's like, uh, I should do that. It's like, eh, I don't care. That's some construct. (laughs) This is, I think a big, a big nihilist part of why. I started doing it uh, was just it's basically because the same reason that like I am so open to eating weird foods from different cultures. Yeah, it's because like other people have done this for thousands of years Mm -hmm. and they're fine. Why? What is keeping me from doing it? Uh, Well, tradition. They had it in their routine. They've done it for years. Their bodies are adapted and used to it. Mm hmm. There is sometimes, yeah. there is sometimes a difference. Like, uh, I don't know. It goes so far, but I also don't think you should close yourself off either. I am exactly. so playing devil's advocate, but like, I'm 100% on your side on this one. <laughs> I don't know well, why I'm, I'm doing it. I'm sorry. I had, I had bourbon, the official bourbon of bourbon earlier, and now I'm <laughs> getting that, saucy. Is that bourbon California? I don't know. It could be. It could be. I'm betting it's so. Kentucky. Think, I'm betting it's somewhere in Kentucky. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the rules are for it to actually be bourbon. It can only be refined in this one specific area of Kentucky. That's right. Similar to like a champagne can only come from this one area of France. Yep. I think bourbon was sort of, a, it was like they're like, oh yeah, well fuck you France. Yeah. You can only have bourbon from here in France. It was like, we don't fucking care, dipshit. We got champagne and cigarettes. <laughs> and women with armpit hair. I mean, I don't mind the latter, but if I had to choose between bourbon and champagne, I'd choose bourbon any day. Really? I would. I'd go champs all day, every day. I fucking love champagne so much. I mean, I don't, I don't not love it. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's good. Uh, (laughs) I had to check. (laughs) I like champagne. I just, I give me a good sip and whiskey any day. The, the benefits are it takes less of the bourbon slash whiskey to get you there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I feel like the champagne for me is a more enjoyable drink, even though I do like whiskey a whole fucking lot, too, man. Champagne just. Yeah. Ooh, there's something about it. Plus, I feel real fancy. Even with Andre? With with Andre, did you feel fancy? Andre is the cheap, shitty fancy that we have. <laughs> we're like, we show up in tuxedo T-shirts. <laughs> we're putting in the effort. We're trying to get there. And you can count it. But it's a fake facsimile, you know? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's fair. It's like when you and I were wrestlers. We weren't wrestlers, but we did it. No. No. I said from the get-go, though, and nobody listened to me, I should be the Vince McMahon character. Give me a briefcase and let me get thrown. (laughs) That's all I'm good for. Yeah. As I said, I think me and Brooks established in that episode, like, you would be a great manager of a wrestler that, like, comes out like a, a Jimmy Hart or... A Miss Elizabeth. Oh, yeah. Or a, a Paul Miss, Bearer. Miss Elizabeth. Type. For no reason. Not that, like, she's with uh, the Macho Man or anything. I know, right? It's <laughs> weird the relationship we have with Macho Man for no, no reason <laughs> at all. None. Oh. Uh, what about you? Do you have anything that you ever wanted to do and you made yourself do it? You pushed yourself to get there? Because I failed at one recently. I bought a guitar. Oh, uh, and I played this thing for like 20 fucking minutes. I did that. I did that in Korea. In Korea, I bought a guitar uh, Mm. because I was missing rock band. 
I was Ooh, I was super okay. into Guitar Hero Rock Band, and then when I went to Korea, I couldn't bring all of it over for obvious space reasons, uh, and I was really missing it. So I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to buy a guitar, and I'll learn that when I'm over here. Uh, and I learned maybe three songs, and then quickly grew tired of it and then never touched it again and then ended up donating it to the uh the bar slash karaoke place that i went to and drank really? and it was fine it was great and i was like perfect send-off that's great mr song you deserve this that was his name mr song ran it too he's he's fantastic but that's perfect you would have to run a karaoke bar i feel with that name yeah it was great is, what the fuck else you gonna do yeah oh man I miss Korea. He, they'd have like uh, the big tall pitchers of draft German beer. Two dollars, two dollars a draft. Can't fucking beat so how stupid. cheap Korea alcohol it. was. Oh, I miss it. God damn it! <laughs> you say as you slam this overpriced IPA. Yup, yup. That's it exactly. <laughs> That's it exactly. Ah oh, shit, man. Well, you know what? Fuck it, dude. We're like 52 minutes. I don't feel a need to get into Yahoo questions today. Why not? They're all political anyway. Uh, for the most part, yeah. That's this not This has been a fucking fun. great yeah. temporary. Yeah. Uh, I would anticipate for August, we do have a pretty cool episode <laughs> in the works that I hope we get to come out. Yeah. That should be a lot of fun. Should be, uh, it's going to be very fun or very awkward, but I'm anticipating One fun. I think it'll be, it'll be something... Honestly, I don't think anybody has ever heard of or tried, especially within our listener group. No. And it'll be something very new and exciting for all of you. I'm very excited about this. Mm-hmm. So I think August will be a lot of fun. Uh, we'll hopefully get into maybe a game and probably a couple movies. Oh, we yeah. do also have a, uh, I think we're going to dip our toe into the musical world. Ooh. We've got a, a, a kind of a big big famous musical came out on an easy to watch <gasps> streaming service. Oh yeah, that's right. We've already sort of pre-established a couple guests for this. That so makes sense. that might also happen in August. We've also I think got a Taika Waititi movie lined up with with a certain nerdy Thursday person at some point as okay. well. Okay. That might be August, it I might think- be October. Well actually nope. Yeah. November. Well, can't that's we right. Got a, we got another September, month October. right up after uh. September. So we'll see when so it falls out. Actually, but Man, if we're going to do a game or two, we should really start establishing that. We should reach out to our good buddy who the month is named after. Oh, Although I think it's yeah, me this true. year that's making choices, right? I think it's my choices. Uh, I, I think it does come back to you. Last year was my choices. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'll think of something. But other than that, buddy. I already miss you more than life itself. Uh, One weekend too, was not near enough, buddy. So uh, that's all I got to say, man. I love you. I miss you. I love all of you listeners. You guys are the best. You're even better if you listen and come hang out on Twitch with us. So mm-hmm. again, come hang out on fucking Twitch. Also, if you want, uh, kick us a dollar on Patreon. Get access to our entire back catalog of every King of the Hill episode. Over there, we are running through every single episode of King of the Hill and reviewing it. They're all about uh, 10 to 15 minute, easy to digest little episodes. Mm -hmm. A lot of fun there. A lot of content. So fucking come hang out. Come interact. Again, we say it every time. That's what we want from you guys. Interact with us. That's our favorite thing. So Mm -hmm. if you want something you want to hear, let us know. We'll get to it in two years (laughs) because we are backed up on requests already. But we will fucking talk about it on the show Hello, Shawshank Redemption. 
Redition. That's a sign. That's a sign that we're. It's time to to shut the fuck up because the beer it's is true. hitting a little bit harder than the mouth can keep up with. So with that, <laughs> I am Kyle. I'm Ryan. We are Experience Grind Podcast, and we will check you next week, everybody. Adios.